0: Hello and welcome to JasonNewland.com My name is Jason Newland and this is Let Me Bore You to Sleep Please only listen when you can Safely close your eyes. And before I continue, I'd like to say an extra big shout out to Molly. Hi, Molly. I was going to shout out Molly then. Molly! Molly! it's probably not that relaxing isn't it shouting out and stuff I really like the the sleep sessions apart from when he shouts (laughs) yeah so last night my neighbour knocked on my door and he said I need to ask you a favour but I've also got something to give to you as well he sounds nothing like that I don't know he's like I have a favour to ask you and I, I also have a gift I have a gift so I said uh, oh, okay and uh, he wanted to He needed some um, washing tablets for his washing machine to wash some clothes in his washing machine. And I said, Yeah, right. All right then. So I walked into the kitchen with him. I led the way, although he does know where the kitchen is. And... My flat isn't that big that you would get lost. Unless maybe a fly would a fly that's not been here before. Even a fly that's been here for more than an hour would be able to find their way around, I imagine. An elephant wouldn't get lost, but it struggled to get from room to room. anyway um, and he said oh, I've got something for you if you want it and I said I always want it depends what it is I suppose but yeah I, I'm happy to 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 consider it and he said would you like my sofa my reclining sofa and I said no no and I grabbed back the uh, washing powder tablets and I screamed, Get out of my house! Get out of my pub! And she, he turned into flour. And the wind blowed him away. No, he's, I said, really? He said, yeah. And I said, which one? Because he's got two. He's got one with three seats and one with two seats. Now, the one with three seats, I don't think it'd fit in here because of the arrangement of the outlay of the flooring plan of this particular residential abode and uh, it wasn't the three seater anyway it was a two seater and I said I want the three seater now I want the one that you don't want to give me and he said why are you all so awkward and I said I'm not always awkward but I do try to be if at all possible And he said, well, I'm keeping the three-seater. I said, well, in that case, you're going to be keeping the two-seater because I will only accept the three-seater. I want what you want. He said, what, world peace? I said, no, I don't want that. I want your three-seater reclining settee. And he said, no. I said, well, okay, I'll take the two-seater. And I was thinking, "Mm, the problem with having furniture in this flat of mine is it'll start to look more like a flat. It'll start to look more like a home. Start to be potentially more inviting for visitors to want to sit down and stay for more than an hour. And I don't want that. So, I don't want people getting too comfortable, you know. Not that I have lots of visitors. But on the other hand, if I ever actually have a female visitor, the last female visitor was November last year, if I have an, another one, I hope to one day, I've now got a sofa, because you know, I've you got this two this 2 to sofa recliner and now I've got I can cuddle and that's what I'm thinking like oh I've now got to the age where cuddling is the thing I'm thinking about that's what that's my first thought well after eating I don't know do I need to find someone that I don't have to hold in my farts with or was that just a first date thing? I don't know. Anyway, I so he said... Nyee. He said, yeah, you can have the the double seat. I said, well, how's it going to get up? How am I going to get it up? He said, you have a getting it up, do you? I said, oi, let's stay focused on the settee. Because, you know... I've got people listening to this that may get offended at that kind of innuendo and I don't want people to get offended this is supposed to be a family friendly affair he said there's no such thing as a family friendly affair affairs rip families apart I said no that's not what I mean why have you got to take things so literally you were going to say seriously weren't you and then changed it to literally yep I was so, I went downstairs to have a look at the settee. I said, is it comfortable? He said, you've sat in it loads of times. I said, I know, but I didn't take much notice. He said, what do you mean you didn't take much You sat in it. You sat in it for hours and hours on end, and you took no notice. Not really, no. You know, I'm, I'm never... I don't get comfortable in other people's houses or homes. I only get comfortable in my own. It's it's not that I'm uncomfortable in other places. It's just this is my space, mine and Andre's, and this is where I can relax. I mean, I can relax in other places as well. I should add that, considering I'm... Mr. Relaxation Mr. Sleepy Mr. Relaxation but it's nice to have my own space other than you know just a little room which is what I would normally have had over the last 30 odd years and he said I just want to know if you want the thing or not I wasn't I wasn't interested in a history lesson. I said, why, why, just, what's with the hostility? He said, trust me, if I was being hostile, you'd know about it. <laughs> yeah, Alright. So I said, well, how are we going to get it upstairs? He said, that way it comes apart. Oh, okay, didn't know that so I'll go downstairs have a look at it and it's a black leather recliner two seats sofa and each seat reclines separately with a knob um, at the st- <laughs> at the side of you know either each side so if I put my right hand down and i can i can feel the knob and if i pull it pull the lever and then it releases the the leg section i guess it's called and it also allows me to push back now this would have been expensive when it was first purchased my friend got it second hand. He got it from a friend probably four years ago or three years ago. Now it's a, it's really heavy. You know, it's not... It's, it's really, really heavy. It's kind of like a lazy boy but a lazy couch in a sense. And it's... it is comfortable but it's getting used to it because it's a different... Do you know what I mean? It's... it's. It would be like, in a way, I'm not comparing this to eating caviar because I've never eaten caviar and I don't imagine I ever will, but uh, eating in a nice restaurant and... But I'm used to kebabs. You know, it's kind of a... It's a different feeling. And because my lower back is problematic there's there's always a little bit of uh, when it comes to relaxing Um, you know my lower back I can feel it now I can relax enough so it's not an issue But I'm aware of it, as opposed to a few years ago when I wouldn't have even noticed it, you know, I'd have just been, well, a few years ago I'd have been drinking, but I don't think drinking eliminates physical feelings, sometimes, but uh, but I never used to drink too much. Anyway I had that recliner before, didn't I? From and that was bought for me from one of my fans. Is it egotistical to use the word fans? Because a while ago, a couple of years ago, I I said that somebody wasn't one of my fans, and I didn't mean it in a what I meant is, they're my friend, you know. And this person said, "No, I'm a f- not. Not that I'm not your friend, but I, I am a fan." And if just, I don't know. Just it seems almost. I suppose I have trouble accepting that I'm a superstar. It just really it's is is yeah it's a hard one to sort of absorb sometimes think that wow, to be this famous, yeah, nobody knows me, and I have no money <laughs> to be this damn famous <laughs> anyway, but I got a chair bought for me uh, from uh someone that lived in America. And it was a reclining chair. And it was the first... reclining chair that I'd ever owned. But... I did have a reclining chair in... a caravan I rented once. But I lived in. For, for a little while. And this was another big heavy it was more like a reclining chair for elderly people or maybe not elderly but someone with uh, physical limitations would that be the right word so to you know it was something that wouldn't look out of place in a Residential home or a a home for elderly people, and I really liked it because it was super comfy. And this is back in two thousand. Two thousand and two, quite a while ago, and I realized then that I like caravans, and I think. I could see myself being fairly happy living in a caravan, but a nice one, like a proper home. You know, one of those big ones with the lounge, kitchen, bedrooms, bathroom, not something that would cost quite a lot of money to buy. That would be something that I would I could live in, but not just a caravan that you'd go on holiday with that's fine for a weekend or a week holiday but I wouldn't want to live in something like that Um, because all you can really do is sleep which I suppose that suits my lifestyle quite well but I didn't even want to live like that but I would do, I can adapt, I'm very adaptable when it comes to living and sleeping and stuff I've moved around a lot. A lot. And I think I might be getting itchy feet. I mean, that could just be the fleas. But I think that I'm starting to have fantasies about travelling. Like proper travelling, not moving to a different part of the country, which is kind of as much travel as I would do. Although I moved around a lot, I didn't move great distances. At times I did, but generally not. And I've been thinking about, well, if I did stay in england there's a couple of places that i'd like to live and one would be torquay another place would possibly be wales wales is a beautiful beautiful country this the beaches and it's just it's a lush area, using the the correct term of, of the word lush. Very um, lush. <laughs> I, don't know. I think of lush, and I think like watery, uh, full of full of life and uh, fertilisation. Uh, you know, the land I'm talking about, not the people. The fertile land. Does that make sense? It's what I kind of like. The rainforest, well, or you know, somewhere like that where the the, actually volcanoes are the best. Volcanoes are the most fertile land, aren't they? So the lava of a volcano is pretty much what has created every country on the planet, every continent just a volcano a volcanic eruption from the sea I mean basically you can get you could get it's so fertile you could get if you lay down a sunbathe you could end up getting the grass pregnant but it's that fertile the sand the, the, the soil it really is the most fertile soil ever apart from our minds which is very fertile as well I don't think of the word fertile when I think of myself especially so want to look in the, in the mirror it's, it's it's an F word but it's not fertile Fat, farty, but not fertile. So I quite like to maybe stay in somewhere, somewhere scenically, visually beautiful. And I know that everywhere can be beautiful. You know, um, people that here's weird yeah. when I, I used to visit I used to have a friend in Nottingham and I remember travelling I got the train to Newark train station was it Newark North I forget and then I got a taxi to Ollerton where my friend used to live And we used to pass these, to me, what looked like little hills. And I just thought, I love the hills, when I got to to his place. I love the hills. And he said, not that, they're scrag pits or something like that. I said, what? They're scrag heaps. I might have the word wrong, but I think it said like scrag heaps. And I said, "What are you talking about? They're lovely." And he said, "No, they're not lovely." And he explained, "It's basically just the innards of the mines, like the 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 dirt or the the throwaway stuff from the mines that they couldn't use. Slag heaps. It might be slag heaps." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's lovely." It, they're like little hills surrounding everywhere. To him, it was rubbish. Like literally, it was just dirt and rubbish. But to me, it was like, oh, it was lovely. I suppose, you know, it's it's all down to what we like, isn't it? Um, see I like the sea I like being beside the sea side but I don't want to go into the sea neither on a boat nor with me wellies on or even well yeah definitely not swimming I'm not a sea person but I love the sea. I think, you know, I like... I like being on ships. So I've, I've gone... I've been on a few ships over the years crossing the channel between England and France between England and Belgium, I think twice and between England and Ireland uh, Twi- I don't know, twice there and back. And also between England and Amsterdam, once there and back. And also between England and the Isle of Man, once there and back. So, how many is that? How many? says so France, Belgium. What was the other one? Isle of Man and Amsterdam. So I don't think the Isle of Man is classed as another country. It's an island, isn't it? Off of. It's an isle. But then. We're just a little island. I wonder if the rest of the world realises how little we are. we've got a lot of people living there, considering how little we are. Yeah, we have got a lot of people. And the weird thing about it, okay. Yeah, some people like to say, oh, we've overpopulated. And admittedly, I haven't been to every town and city in the UK of England however you never well in my experience you're never far away from a a bit of open space where you can be on your own or maybe a couple of other people walking their dogs or stuff we're not just squashed together ...back to back standing up... ...just, you know, like... ...standing on a train... ...where there's no... ...the seats are all taken up... ...it's not like that in the streets... ...well maybe it is in some places... ...I don't know... ...it can be a little bit like that... ...on the lead up to Christmas... Everyone sort of squashed together... ...you know trying to get their Christmas presents I imagine this year it's going to be even more squashy because it's you know having a month the month lockdown meant that the I don't want to generalise here I do want to generalise but um, I, you know those that are organised and like to organise their Christmas or don't like to leave it to the last minute would be doing their shopping in November maybe earlier but at least November so then to have to wait until December to go clothes shopping or uh, gift shopping stuff like that in gift shops Well, I have this theory. It was not really a theory. It's probably just a probably just obvious. It might not be. I don't know. I reckon this December that we're in now, because it's now the I don't know what date it is. The tenth of December. The it's going to be the busiest. December on record for retail, both online and you know, shops, or just generally the biggest December because of the because of people not being able to get hold of stuff that they wanted in November. Maybe, I mean, just. That was a bit high, wasn't it? Just... Just things like, uh... Be manly, Jason, Talk with a deep... Pretend deep voice. I know someone that talks with a deep voice. It's pretend. But they've been doing it so long, do they now just naturally sound like that? But you can see that they're constricting their vocal cords. Because they must have heard somewhere that men with deep voices... Are more attractive. And more. Uh, able to get their own way. More authoritative. More demanding. More manipulative. Than people with. A higher pitched voice. Such as me. Of course I might be just. Making that stuff up. So. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a busy, busy month. And I'm not going into town at all this month. I cancelled my delivery on Wednesday because I didn't. I had uh, too many bills to pay, so I paid the bills rather than getting a delivery. I've got a delivery booked for next week and then I've got another delivery booked for the weekend before Christmas so it's a few days three or four days after the delivery I get so it just means that I'll have enough hopefully to get me through between then and the beginning of the year Plus, I quite like the idea of maybe treating myself to a few Christmassy, foodie type things, you know. Maybe some frozen cakes or frozen bits and bobs that I can eat and maybe some other things that I can just nibble on. I need something to nibble on, yeah. You know, sometimes I can I can just go into the cupboard or into the refrigerator and just pull something out and eat it. Sometimes I just want to stick things in my mouth without thinking about it, without having to sort of prepare uh, the food and turn the oven on and turn the hob on and, or turn the microwave on. And so sometimes I am too impatient, even for a microwave. Don't like waiting. I don't. There are other places I'm thinking I'd like to travel. Hello, Andre. he's doing did you hear that I don't know if you, the, the microphone picked up that lovely fruity sound that Andre just produced <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, I'm surprised he did that because he's. I don't think he's been eating enough of the dry food. There's something I've been giving him two packs of wet food a day. One in the morning. And one in the evening. But he seems to want them, you know. He sort of demand, what demands? He lets me know he wants them but I'm thinking maybe I need to just give him one pack if he's not eating the dry food as well because he needs to eat the dry food because that's what gives his... Um, well, it's more, you know, it's, it, it's good for his teeth because it scrapes his teeth. Also, it's, I think it's good for his digestive system and makes the stools nice and hard. <laughs> which is very, very important. Well, not hard, but, you know, nice texture. Can we just move on? It's like a Mr Whippy. Um, So, I should explain that. Mr Whippy, it's not some kind of bondage thing. It's in England. It's a ice cream van company, Mr Whippy. And the way they you know when you got the ice cream cone and they move it around so that the the ice cream moves you know, it sort of almost makes a round um I had to uh yeah, sort of makes it a circle. Well that's what his poos are like. Just they sort of naturally he's got a little Mr Whippy bum. It just happens. It's, it's an, It's a natural thing. (laughs) Let's let's move on. So I'm thinking about... And I'm not talking about now, because, you know, I have... I have uh, commitments here. But in the future... I'm thinking about maybe travelling... And all going well, all being well. If I'm able to, or when I'm able to earn a living from doing this. It will no longer matter where I live. I can travel. And I, I've talked about this a little bit in the past. But I can travel and make the recordings wherever I am as long as I can find somewhere that is relatively peaceful then I can make a recording and you know, providing I've got internet I can upload them so yeah, that that really appeals to me because it means I'll be learning new things I'll be experiencing new things my mind will be opening up to new ideas and you know I imagine it will be pretty good as a a stimulation for my brain creativity I'll also have something to talk about in a sense of making these recordings because you can imagine at the moment I'm just talking about nothing and I know that you know it's, it's supposed to be boring so when I talk about nothing it kind of fits the bill in you know ...from a literal point of view. But if I was, for example, in Thailand... ...Toyland. I'd like to go to Toyland. But Thailand. So if I was in Thailand... ...and I want to be in... uh, ...as far away from the sea as possible... So if I went to Thailand, I could then talk about my experiences living there. And when I say living, you know, I'd always come back here, but I maybe would stay there for a period of time, depending on my financial... Uh, ability I guess you know depending because you know I've seen some videos on YouTube and I've seen like travel videos where people have gone to Thailand for six months and have stayed in really really nice not so much hotels but apartments that are rented you know like a hotel apartment kind of thing and they're lovely and they're paying way, way less than I would pay to live in this country I'm just not sure if I could uh, get used to eating rats on sticks so that would be something I'd need to sort of but according I I would I'd want to go somewhere where there is tourism maybe not too much tourism but somewhere where they have uh cafes and bars that were catered for English people so I could get myself some English food I guess you know burgers and chips and a roast dinner and stuff like that. As opposed to... A rat on a stick. I know that's not all they eat. And they also, you know... I mean... It's weird. It's It sounds like I'm being rude. If I actually read out a list of things that perhaps people in Thailand eat. It could sound rude, and I don't want to because I'd like to go there one day. However, <laughs> however, um, let me just check. Thailand's favourite food. food okay exactly so it's not it's not at all a I think right those things like a, a rat on a stick is actually a delicacy it's like they're little snacks that you can have uh, you can buy them on a the roadside and things like that so it's a bit like going to a petrol station and getting yourself a Kit Kat or a Mars bar is, except it's right on a stick. So here's the, the seven most popular Thai foods. Now I don't know if this is Thai foods in Thai restaurants around the world, or um, whether it's, let's have a look okay giao tu noodle soup tom yum tom yum gung spicy shrimp soup ah that looks nice actually I know the other one does not the spice I don't don't do shrimps tom kage chicken in coconut soup that looks nice as well. Som tam spicy green papaya salad. Yep, that looks nice. Yam pla duk foo. Fried catfish with green mango salad. Oh, there's no picture for that one. Lab, labia, Lab. laa B, spicy salad. Yeah, I don't know about spices. I'm not a big spicy person. And you got pad puck tong, stir fried pumpkin. Pumpkin, wow. Pad Thai, Thai style fried noodles. Oh, that looks lovely. I just realised. I think I might be hungry. Pad see thick noodle dish. Pak boong morning glory. Hmm. Cow pad fried rice. See, these pictures are very neat. They're very. Oh, look at this. Pad crapu pad crapow served with an egg. So There's fried rice and some stuff. Oh this looks nice. A fried egg on there. Panang Thai curry gong ku wan green curry. Cow soy, creamy coconut, curry noodle soup, oh, that looks dice does it looks like a it looks very much like a burst pussy spot, you know a big long line of <laughs> anyway, gay Todd fried chicken pad pack fried vegetables kai med Mung, chicken with cashew nuts I imagine that would be nice kai jule Thai omelette I like an omelette I do I do really like an omelette wow i tell you what it is right and it's not very helpful I think for maybe lay people like myself is when I see a documentary on let's say Thailand because that's what we're talking about they like the sensationalism don't know the sensationalism of showing some of the horrible things or some of the things that they eat that the Western world would not be particularly tempted to eat. Like a rat on a stick or other things. Now maggots, a maggot salad or whatever, you know, just, just general stuff. When the reality is, probably, that maybe the only people that would eat that stuff is those that perhaps can't afford to eat nice stuff. So it's more a poverty thing than a a national dish. But I might be wrong, I don't know. Oh dear. So I quite like the idea of going to Thailand. Probably on my own. But, you know, it didn't have to be. And I just... I guess if I lived there for six months or something... I'd get to know the locals, so I'd get to know a few people, some of the bars, and get to, get to know people, say hi, and they'd say, uh, whatever they say, I guess, I, I don't know what it is, that I can't predict that, can I really, no way of knowing. So that might be okay. What other places would I quite like to go to? I'd like to visit Australia. I'd like to visit New Zealand. I'd like to visit, well, actually, yeah, uh, America. I'd like to visit Canada. Um, European countries. Norway. I'd like to visit Norway. And wherever the... The blonde lady from Abba, wherever she was from, I'd like to visit there. (laughs) Gwyneth or... uh, And I don't know, whatever... I think... And I know... Realise that this is a, sort of quite a typical Western attitude, and I, I don't, I don't care either. Is I kind of would prefer to go somewhere where people speak English so that I can communicate because I'm not prepared. To learn another language, just just for a holiday or for uh, you know a short visit. If I was moving somewhere to live, so if I was going to go and live in France, for example, then I would I would go all out to learn French because that's the only way really to. To integrate into the society of France and to be able to communicate really but I'm not planning on moving to France but in some ways it's not far enough away however strange that might sound I mean, I can get to France quicker than I can get to the other side of the country. It's only like a, it's a hop and a skip across the ocean. It's not, you know, it's not a, a big distance. I think you can fly in about an hour. Well I can't fly, I don't know how to fly but you know, if you could fly as the crow flies why is it always a crow? What about a seagull? What about a chaffinch? What about a pedigree falcon? A pigeon? Andre, shut up. Andre, oh, I love you, Andre. Shut up. So yeah, I quite like. I think there's a few reasons for Thailand. Um, of course, the language is a barrier, but hopefully, because they're used to having the Western humans visit, so I'm thinking it might be a bit more. I might be able to get away with not speaking the language maybe you like, picking up a few words here and there but there's also the weather I've, n- I've never ever lived anywhere or even stayed anywhere for any amount of time where it's been nice weather consistently I mean temperature wise of course you know Uh, Everywhere has rain. I I don't know if Thailand has a rainy season, but... I know India does, and some other places in the world have rainy seasons. America has hurricane season. In England, we just have grumpy season. That lasts for 12 months, every year. (laughs) Yes, it does. Um, I uh, what was I going to say yeah I I think Thailand would be quite nice Australia America mind you Thailand is near Australia isn't it so I could kind of do skip over and go to Australia maybe but I don't know if I'm particularly interested in sightseeing. But I might be. You know, from a sense of having something to talk about. Because, let's face it, if someone coming back from a trip, you know, if they've been backpacking or whatever, listening to them talking about their... their journey... can be quite boring. Especially when you're jealous... (laughs) that they got to do it. But it can be like, oh... and I suppose there are some... storytellers that can... you know, make the story... really... exciting... So that you're you're sitting on the edge of your chair, wondering uh, what meal they had next, or what toilet they used. You know, six, you know. So I guess people, some people can do that, but so for me, it would be ideal for this. Podcast, the let me bore you to sleep podcast, because I could be in, let's say, in Thailand and talk about the weather and maybe talk about how I'm into the motorbike and and how I had my hair cut. You know, things, you know, things that are obviously really exciting. But I'll probably be able to talk about it and make it sound quite boring. So, yeah, i think of doing that. America's another place, like, oh. Yeah, I quite like the idea. Of going to America and traveling around to each place. You know, literally, he's traveling around to each, not necessarily state, but like towns and staying in a hotel and, and moving to a next one and then the next one and just seeing stuff and talking about it on the podcast. You know... you' all about... The ice machine... Where's the ice machine? I thought all motels had ice machines... This one doesn't... And... Yeah... That just as an example of something that I might say... In that situation... I don't know... So I've got this chair... This is sofa reclining and it's alright actually it's a bit worn it's a bit worn I mean I would say it's probably a good 5-6 years old if not longer because of the the cushions that I'm sitting on are worn around the sides but For now, it's just really good to have a settee, to have a to the ability to, because it's comfortable. I'm sitting here now. I've not reclined. I'm sitting normally in it. I can rest my head back, and it's comfortable. if I recline it it's it's comfortable as well. It's different different kind of comfort and Yeah, I just noticed I've been sitting in there for uh, the duration of this recording, which is about an hour and yeah, it's comfortable, just sitting in it like this. Doesn't have to be reclined all the time. Yes, this is quite... It's quite good. Yeah, it's quite good. And then there's a chair next to me. And I've got a few bits on there. I've got my phone and my remote controls. And... Yeah. Hopefully no one would want to sit on there. It's weird. Is that. I don't know if it's. I I don't like. I don't enjoy having someone sitting next to me. It's different if it's. uh, Like a girlfriend, for example. That's occasionally that's not so bad but not so bad. Is initially I guess it's quite a nice thing. I don't know. But I liked my space. And I like to be able to look at the person I'm talking to and I can't do that if they're sitting next to me. I'm not gonna keep turning my head. I refuse to do that which means I'll be talking to them whilst watching television but looking ahead and not looking at them which almost seems a little bit rude at times. I don't know. I prefer when the person's the other side of the room kind of directed at me or they could be facing the television because you know maybe we're watching boxing or something but then I can kind of turn my head a little bit but then if I'm watching boxing I don't really want to talk to them I want to watch the boxing and that didn't happen that last weekend I was watching a boxing with my friend and we talked the way through the, the the main fight we talked all the way through completely pointless so it won't happen this weekend there's, there's boxing on again game on Saturday and Friday as well actually but Saturday's heavyweight title fight and I will not be talking to anybody I will be watching the fight but I like to listen to the interviews before and after the fight and listen to the commentary and actually pull the commentary apart sometimes but I like to focus on what I'm doing and especially if it's a fight with a boxer that I really like and I'm a fan of. Which is in this case is you know, it's Anthony Joshua is fighting. And I'm a fan of his. The man he's fighting, Pulev, is although I'm not a fan of his, I have seen his work in the past and he is pretty amazing. You know, he's he's an olden, I think he's nearly forty in boxing terms that's generally fairly old but he's also he's got the goods to to pull a I guess it would be when well, he pull a muscle actually but is he could pull a uh, a shock but I don't think so i don't think so but it should be good it should be a nice night and there's some boxing next week as well so it's not the last fight of the year cuz there's some the following weekend and then that's it i think until january or february So that that's it really. I don't think there's anything else to say. I think I might have had a message from somebody. But I don't know where or who. Have I had any messages? Um, hmm. I don't seem to have. Had any. Let me just have a look because I might have done, but not realized that I have inbox. Oh, okay. The page requested cannot be displayed. Fair enough. Inbox. That cannot be displayed either. So how oh weird. So last one inbox. That cannot be displayed. So apparently I might not have permission to view it. Well I view my own inbox. That's very strange. Huh. I don't... I didn't... didn't understand. I thought you'd seen something, here. Yeah? There was a picture of Ali Sherlock of her fan page. And I looked at it. It's just a picture of her. And then I and then I moved off because I was looking at something else. Then I came back to the same picture and I thought, Oh wow, her arms look like mine. And I realised it was a picture of me. Yeah, I thought I'd share that with you. You didn't really have the I didn't feel hugely committed to the whole Story. when I first started to tell you the story about the picture and the mistaken identity, perhaps I should have put more effort in, put a bit more energy into the telling of the story. Maybe that would have been, that would have made me more enigmatic. And accessible. Perhaps. Anyway. I'm going to take off now. So thank you very much. For listening. Please remember. To be kind to yourself. Because you deserve. To be happy. Tots of love. Bye.